Hey, honeys. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Who, Where, Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First name Travel. Last name Brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Love is all that I can give to you. Love is more than just a game for two. Two and love can make it. Take my heart and please don't break it. Love was made for me and you. Ooh, ooh. Love was made for me and you. Love was made for me and you. Tuesday. The best day of the week and we are so excited for this episode that we're producing today. Yes, we hope you guys had a fabulous Valentine's Day. Very romantic with your single girlfriends, your significant others, or your whoever else, what, when, where, who, why. We are super excited because actually this week I have had some really good friends come down and they are performing Valentine's Day shows in Fort Myers this weekend. Um, Natalie... Max and Shane are my three friends, and they're here today. We have five people that are going to be talking to you guys. And basically, we wanted this episode to be all about fun, all about love, all about music and musicals. Ashley and I decided that, hey, we basically tell you guys all these fun places to go and all these cool things to see, but we never really stick to a category in an entire episode. Yeah, that's very true. This yeah. one's a little bit different. So what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, so instead of going a specific place, we're going to do similar like our la- similar to our last Valentine's Day episode where we talked about different places to go um, during Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about different musicals to see, mm-hmm. different playhouses to go, and some of the best songs to see, whether you're on Broadway or at your local local playhouse. So welcome Natalie, Shane, and Max. It's great to have you guys here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and so first of all, we wanted to start off with giving our Travel Brats a little introduction. Our Travel Brats love and know Natalie very well. So we'll start with Natalie, but then after we're going to just give a little intro, you guys, to Max and Shane. So Natalie, tell us again a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Natalie Brower, and I'm based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and I travel as an actress, and I love the outdoors and my family. And I mean, I guess there's not really much else to say other than I'm She's an actor, fabulous. and I, I also teach piano actually. So I'm oh, I'm, I'm involved in all things music and performing, and those are are my first loves. That's awesome. We love you, Natalie. And guys, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes with Natalie, she did um, Alberta, Canada, and she also did Asheville, North Carolina. And we have a really exciting episode coming up with her on Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, I will hand it over to Maximilian. Alrighty. Hi, my name is Maximilian Koger. Uh, I'm from the Asheville, North Carolina area. I've lived there for the past six years. Um, Florida is in my blood, though. I was born in Stewart, Florida, and lived here for the first uh, two, three years of my life, and had family here ever since, so Florida's definitely been a part of my life uh, for quite a while. 
Um, I am an actor on the stage and screen, actually have been mostly focused on film acting in this past two years. And uh, yeah, it's just after a year of not being on stage, it's so yeah. wonderful to be able to come back to <laughs> Florida of all places and perform again. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Shane, tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Shane Dynan. Uh, like Maximilian, I am also from the Asheville area. That's currently where I'm based out of. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Uh, I'd, um, I've been traveling and doing theater for the last year and a half. Obviously, that's been limited with uh, COVID going on. I'm also a musician. I play the guitar and sing and like to be involved in that sense. I also work in healthcare to help fund these artistic endeavors, which is, you know, kind of makes me a jack of all trades in a way. Um, but it is very nice to be back here in Florida after a year hiatus of performing to be doing this uh, show this weekend. So that's really awesome. That's so exciting. We're so glad you guys could make it. And we're so glad to be able to see your show and to be able to have you share a little bit about your lives and your musical expertise with us. Yes. So without further ado, we're going to play a special game with you guys. Ashley, what are we doing? <laughs> so we're going to be asking them about their Fab Five. So we're going to start with theaters today, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to ask them what their favorite theaters are. Um, they could e either have performed there or just it be a theater that they highly recommend that you attend. So, Sophia, start us off. Ooh, okay. So I'm from Atlanta. Everybody knows I'm a travel brat from ATL, Atlanta. And I love the Fox Theater. I've seen anything from the Nutcracker to Wicked there when they were on their whole streak across the country. So I love it. Um, it's great. Atlanta's a cool city. Um, but that will be mine. And then I will let everybody else roll with it. Mm -hmm. Who's next? I'll go next. Um, I also had, I've been to the Fox Theater. Like when you step into the Isn't Fox Theater, it's like the mm, most incredible, beautiful. incredible atmosphere. I had, I saw Wicked there and I had no oh, yeah. idea. Oh, hey, maybe we were in the same room. Maybe we were in the same room. It's huge. Giant theater. It's huge. I went to see it with my brother and when we walked in, we were like, what? It was, <laughs> it was incredible. Um, the also, not far from Asheville, uh, the probably a lesser known gem is the Tennessee Theater. Have you guys ever been to the Tennessee Theater in Knoxville? No. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. I, I went to see been, a concert I've... there. That's where they do their traveling Broadway shows and oh, things. Okay. I stepped in there. It was amazing. Just wow. so beautiful. I didn't expect to find a gem like that in Knoxville. It's kind of a place close to home that uh, comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Tell us, Max. Alrighty, so uh, I would have to say the Majestic Theater in New York City. Um, mm -hmm. It is so special to me for a lot of reasons. It hosts Phantom of the Opera, and mm -hmm. uh, it is Phantom of the Opera has been such a part of my life ever since I started performing. It's actually the reason I perform at all. So uh, I remember when I was 14 years old, I saw the movie originally, and that's what inspired me to perform. And then a few years ago, I had the privilege of actually getting to go to New York and see Phantom live in person. And it was the most magical experience being able to see that gigantic red and gold just majestic ha, 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 theater yeah. <laughs> um, the freaking chandelier yeah oh, oh the chandelier like, crashing oh yeah it was it, it was an unforgettable experience for sure so majestic is uh so where is majestic located like where's the theater it's like i think on 44th or? street um, oh okay yeah, cool. yeah yeah it's definitely still in the, like the theater district the and stuff like that yes uh, well, I have to mention TPAC because that is in Nashville, Tennessee. That's the big one. It's kind of like the Fox for Atlanta. Yeah. You know, every big city has kind of has that house mm -hmm. that can host tours and, and host concerts and just everything. But really the, the one that uh, is closest to my heart 
and it's one of the oldest and most important theaters in the United States. It's actually Barter Theater, and it's in Abingdon, Virginia, and oh. just a beautiful, beautiful theater that uh, was started in the midst of the Depression. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a reminder of how artists come together during really hard times and these are the times when we become the most resourceful and the most creative and we're seeing that now with covid mm-hmm. that yeah. we are having to really come together in a way that we haven't had to since the depression era yeah. so it's it's really hard and sad but also pretty amazing to witness yeah you know what before i ask ashley what her favorite theater Mm -hmm. is because i know she's from the chicago area and has one Mm -hmm. um just real quick tell our travel brats a little bit about how as actors and creative people covid has affected your lives uh, and your career yeah well you heard the guys both of them (laughs) mention like oh it's been a whole year you know coming back and performing you know the this time last year we actually were opening a show together at the same theater laughter Mm -hmm. on the 23rd floor um exactly a year ago and it was the last full show that any of us got to perform in before covid shut everything down and so just this last year, I think we've all been a mixed bag of trying to find creative endeavors, um, and you know most of which aren't necessarily paying us. <laughs> uh, and and aud- going to auditions last year that then didn't end up equaling anything for us, which was so so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's been difficult, but it it feels like even in what has been a year of just constant dry spell. I, I don't feel completely depleted of my artistic spirit right? Uh, because you have to find ways to do mm-hmm. it. Even if it's just, hey, Maximilian, I'm going to come over and we're going to record a song that you're going to post on your Instagram and it's going to be amazing. Like yeah. that, that still feeds yeah. me so deeply. But um, yeah, it's it's been tough. Well, what, what's been really cool is Ashley and I had an episode mid, I think mid-year where we talked about how COVID has basically brought on everybody's creative side. Oh, yeah. Like, we've mm-hmm. brought people that we knew had corporate jobs on this podcast, and they've basically talked about how they started their own can- uh, photography companies and their own websites for, you know, fashion, things like that. So mm-hmm. I think that it's interesting talking about how COVID has made people that are already creative in the creative space, already artists, even better artists. So mm-hmm. I just think that that's fabulous. We're going to come out of this stronger. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And how special is it that you guys are here again and it's been a year and you're all together. It so it is, it is kind of special, guys. And we're going to shout out a little bit more about what these guys are doing um, this weekend that is so special, performing again. But Ashley, tell us, girlfriend. <laughs> uh, well, it was really cool that you brought up Phantom of the Opera because that was my first Broadway show I ever went to in oh, New York. Uh, it was about four years ago, oh, and it was absolutely amazing. We had been traveling all day, and then we went to that show that night, and we were like so amazed by what was going on, but we also had like red puffy eyes. We had been up for like almost 24 hours, and I remember the like um, shot going off in Phantom of the Opera, and it like all like woke us up we were like holy (laughs) cow this is crazy um so that was amazing to see that in new york city as my first time going there four years ago but i'm also from the chicagoland area so the cadillac theater was one of my favorite Mm -hmm. but um 
going to any of them in Chicago, I just love mm. the environment. They were smaller and felt more intimate. Yeah. yeah. And that's really cool when you're in a big city. The Chicago theater scene is really cool. Yeah. And yeah. I remember going as um, a young kid, we saw like The Grinch. We saw a different Christmas, <laughs> um, like the Christmas Carol and stuff. So definitely I'll have to link some more. But the Cadillac Theater is the one that I can think of off the top of my head. But I want to go everywhere that you guys are mentioning now. Well, I think and sh uh, some stuff to say about Chicago. Chicago is actually a place where a lot of Broadway shows that we know and love today have their start. It's mm. where they try out. It's where they get investors to really like, you know, invest in the show. And uh, yeah, Chicago and all these other places that we listed, it goes to show you that you can have Broadway caliber talent and quality anywhere throughout the world. So mm -hmm. Chicago. I, know we got, I got it in my house right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a whammy in my house. I've woken up to well. singing in the morning. <laughs> Just kidding, it's my own and they're all like, shut up. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you so much for naming your favorite plays. Or Sorry, Ooh, I'm giving the next question. <gasps> <laughs> rewind, rewind. Um, so, guys, thanks so much for the theaters. We are so excited to travel to those, especially when COVID's over, and see our favorite mm -hmm. Broadway plays. And um, our next category is Ashley. It is plays and musicals you should see. So, so this is anything from your favorite play on Broadway to your, you know, favorite musical down the street. And mm -hmm. who wants to start? Man, well, I'll just say this is hard to choose. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Very we subjective. we just came up with a quick list, just kind of like off the top of our heads. If we had given ourselves even ten minutes more, I think we would have been like, we can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Um, but I'll give the guys uh, the floor because I, I wanted them to talk more about the musicals, and then I can touch on the plays. Yes. Well, right off the top of uh, my head, there are certain staples in New York City that, you know, most people who are new to the city or seeing their first show tend towards, a couple of which are Wicked, the musical, and the Phantom of the Opera, of two that uh, everybody is pretty familiar with, even if you're not really into the theater. Uh, most people know what those are, yeah. regardless. Um, I've seen both of those in New York, and they were just still... Still, I've seen so many things at this point, and those two are still like very close to my favorite, or if not like my favorite. That list is going to change every day. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, in your show this weekend, you guys are singing a song from Wicked. From each right? of those, one from, from Phantom right. and one from Wicked. So, so, guys, if you like Phantom or Wicked, or you just want a taste to, to be introduced to them, come on down this weekend and see the show. Absolutely. Max, what you got for us? Okay, so uh, my. I have, again, so many, but the ones that come to mind specifically are uh, Ragtime and Hamilton right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like Hamilton, I don't really need to talk about. I feel like everyone who <laughs> listens to this. Ragtime is, uh, it's, it's something that is not currently on Broadway, but it has been something that I've seen in regional productions throughout the country. Yeah, and if it's playing, you have to see it. Yeah, Ragtime. So I, I pulled this off of Wikipedia. Um, so uh, set in the early 20th century, Ragtime tells the story of three groups in the United States. African Americans, represented by Cole House Walker Jr., a Harlem musician. Upper class suburbanites, rep represented by Mother, the matriarch of a white upper class family in New Rochelle, New York. And Eastern European immigrants, re represented by Tate, a Jewish immigrant from Latvia. And the show also incorporates historical figures such as Harry Houdini, Evelyn Nesbitt, Booker T. Washington, J.P. Mm. Morgan, Henry Ford, wow. Stanford White. Like, wow. 
it is cool. an incredible and the music show for is sure. Just... The music is otherworldly. Oh. Uh, is it, what is it? Uh, fl- uh, Lynn and uh, Aaron, Aaron's and Flaherty. Flaherty. Oh, the, okay, the yeah. Sco- yeah mm-hmm. um, yes. Aaron's so Flaherty. Yes, I'm trying to think of the um, the uh, the score for that, but um, yeah, um, just stunning, stunning music, and the story is with with the class division and with the sort of like racial sort of relations mm-hmm. it is unfortunately a a musical that is still to this day extremely relevant and i would argue even more so lately i was gonna say yeah. history never goes away absolutely yeah. Love yeah. It. that's really interesting i didn't know anything about that musical. yeah it's that's cool beautiful yeah me beautiful neither music. i didn't know anything yeah. about talk about next to normal oh oh right <laughs> can't forget this one uh this one is probably lesser known um but is i think I'm speaking for myself and Maximilian when I say that this is our favorite musical. And it's a modern day musical. It it really needs, I mean, there are so many amazing modern day musicals that have come out in the last 10 years, but Next to Normal stands out in a way that some of these others don't. And you guys, obviously, you've been in it, you have such a connection to it. Yes, Next to Normal is a rock musical, uh, and it definitely oh. delves into... Do you guys know Next to Normal? No, but you no, said rock, rock, and I said, it. ooh. Do you is, educate. Yeah, <laughs> seriously amazing. It is worth checking out, because it... it first off, the music is just so brilliantly conceived in the in the show. It's, it's amazing, but also the show touches on issues that you don't really see in a lot of plays and that's uh, mental health and like the struggles of the like the normal american family really it's right. it centers around these four characters in this family and it shows their journey as the mother deals with uh severe mental health issues and the wow. impact that it has on every person within the family <laughs> wow um and it's just the most like emotionally powerful show I've ever seen and I got to be in it and it was just it was like the joy of my life to be in that show was absolutely incredible that's amazing wow you guys have some good ones I feel like they have some great ones that like we just wouldn't think of or find on our own but this is why people listen to Trauma we're here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be linking all of these guys too um, we're going to do research and so definitely look into the show notes because what they're talking about we're going to have links to and especially if they've been in the shows maybe we can share some pictures and do all that kind of fun stuff too totally. so definitely check that out when we post this so. get ready for an Instagram blow up whoa, whoa. Yes. Um, Natalie so uh, plays I actually have just in the last couple years come back into the musical theater scene but for most of my career and especially my educational career it was all about just acting for me so plays are my bread and butter and uh one play though that i have not seen but have heard so much about everyone has been freaking out about it is a play that was on broadway before COVID hit and it's called the play that goes wrong Oh. And the this is the kind of show that everyone I've talked to about it says they did not stop laughing, like from the oh, jump. <laughs> and they just laugh through the like cry laughing through the whole thing. You're like, you don't want to miss a second of it, but every moment is bringing you more and more comedy. And it's it sounds like it's a transcendent comedic experience. Oh, like yeah. it just is amazing. It's also, so yeah, it's also very literal with the title. Like yes, literally the play goes entire. <laughs> like everything goes wrong in the entire play. No um, and That's and great. the great thing is, is you know, it's the kind of show that as actors, 
it's gotta be even the mo the more cringy in, <laughs> in its humor oh, than, yeah. you know because we're like oh we know like how wrong things can go but it sounds like even for non-theater people it's the funniest thing you've ever seen oh so that cool. one is on my list for seeing as soon as possible um another one is well anything by shakespeare literally Anything by Shakespeare. Just oh, yeah. go see a Shakespeare play. Macbeth. Um, huh, yeah, Macbeth. But yeah. we were talking about, like, if if you you haven't seen the Shakespeare play, a good one to get kind of introduced to, um, if you find Midsummer Night's Dream or Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. The comedies, Shakespeare's comedies, are because there's so much physical comedy, it's a little bit easier to follow um, mm-hmm. if you're not as familiar with the honestly the different language that Shakespeare really feels like it is for those of us that um, are living 400 years later mm-hmm. um, so yeah Shakespeare is awesome um, I was in Twelfth Night when I was in graduate school that's another one that's a really great comedy but it has elements I mean you know just like any good playwright he's mixing in comedy and drama even even when it's quote unquote just a comedy or just mm-hmm. a drama. Um so Shakespeare definitely Yeah, me and Shane actually were in uh a Midsummer Night's Dream. We both have played really? the Wait. exact same role. We both played Lysander Who? in Lysander? that. Oh, yeah, we both that's so <laughs> great. Lysander. Oh, that's awesome. When I played Lysander, uh, my character. younger brother actually played Demetrius, no! the other like the, the male who yes! plays across from Lysander. That's These so two awesome. males in the show who like comedically interact with each other and getting to play across my brother in that sense, there was so much uh, just familiarity between the two of us that added to that comedy. It was that's it was unbelievably fun. Incredible. Wait, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so neat. That's cool, guys. And Ash, you want to shout out one? Oh, um, yeah. So I actually really like local theaters. Um, there was one downtown Fort Myers that I went to, and I love reading. Everybody knows that if you listen to Trouble Brats at no, all. She's a book thief. Um, <laughs> so um, To Kill a Mockingbird is actually one of my favorite books, and so they reenacted it as a play. And I'm telling you, the talent that. here was amazing. They did it here? I, yeah, um, and it was the smallest theater, downtown Fort Myers. Oh. I think it was like two, three years ago, maybe even longer now. It was while I was in college, and... I felt like I was in the courtroom scene. I felt like I was part of the play because it was so wow. intimate. So um, I would definitely recommend, definitely check out the plays they've mentioned. Definitely check out what is going on in your local community too and support them that way. And speaking of that, it just made me think, listening to all you guys, I have to shout out to, uh, based on local, uh, more of local plays or just a little bit smaller scale, but still really famous and really popular. I love musicals and I love that whole 40s 50s scene so i love million dollar quartet and i love um the marvelous wonderettes so those are two yeah. musicals that i just love with the whole 40s and 50s scene and then um the cool thing about million dollar quartet is basically jerry Lee lewis um johnny cash and elvis presley all performed together for sun records one day and so it was like this really big historical moment you've got like three giants of that musical age and all they all just jammed out together so anyway so that's the one i love and um hope you guys found some good new musicals and some good new plays to check out when you're on your travels or at home and now we're gonna move to our last question oh i'm excited about this one drum roll please (laughs) guys tell us your favorite songs of all time whether to sing it whether to listen to it doesn't matter whether to hum it (laughs) whether to rap it who are we starting with shane or maximilian do you guys want to start i'll give it that is 
That is a loaded question, man. <laughs> and yeah, it's another thing where you ask me at any particular moment and you're probably going to get a different answer. Depends on the mood. It depends <laughs> on my mood. Absolutely. Uh, the first things that come to mind. So, okay. So I'm also a guitarist. Uh, and I love to like perform in a strictly musical sense as well as on the stage. So there's like two different ways to approach this question to me. Um, thinking about the stage um, theater, uh, I'm actually performing one of my absolute favorite songs from theater in the cabaret that we're doing, um, which is It All Fades Away from a musical called The Bridges of Madison County, which is based off of the uh, classic film, the really popular film. Um, if you haven't heard The Bridges of Madison County, I highly recommend listening to that score because it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, on the stage, uh, I'd also say I love Shrek the musical. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And one of my favorite songs to sing is Who I'd Be. Uh -huh. uh, the moment where Shrek is deciding that, you know, he doesn't want to adhere to the norms of what people assume he should be and he wants to follow his own path. Um, it's poignant and it's it's fun and it's beautiful music. Um, now, uh, thinking about me holding my guitar, I pretty much would play anything by John Mayer. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he is the man who inspired me to pick up the guitar in the first place. Uh, my favorite song to play by him is probably Gravity or Stop This Train. Stop This Train is a fun one, and he kind of uh, pioneered the <laughs> technique that is used to play that song, which was fun for me to learn. Um, but... Yeah, I think that's I think that's what comes to mind for me. I definitely agree with that. We're in agreement on all those. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll start with the stuff that I just love hearing. Uh, so the three that I have loved hearing and just stick with me as honestly masterpieces in musical theater. Uh, one is One Second and a Million Miles mm. from the musical Bridges of Madison County. Um, it is a, I think it's like seven minutes long and it is just it's this just... stunning sort of duet between these two characters at like the penultimate moment in the show and it is just breathtaking. The lyrics, the, the vocals, everything, it's just all so beautiful. The emotions. The emotions, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, even more emotional, these next two that I'm about to list, um, I'm here by the from the color purple. Mm -hmm. It is a spiritual experience to hear Cynthia Revo sing that song. Um, that uh, woman is out of this world, talented, and uh, there's actually a video online you can look up. Uh, she won a Tony for her portrayal. Her, her yeah, excuse me, <laughs> for her portrayal of Celie in the color purple, and she performed a snippet of that song on the Tony Awards, and it just brought the house down completely. And had everyone in tears so mm -hmm. definitely I'm here from the color purple and uh, another one that I love listening to from ragtime which I mentioned earlier uh, which is called wheels of a dream um, Audra McDonald and Brian Stokes Mitchell were the original uh, singers of that song and there's plenty of uh, like videos online that you can hear of you know them performing that song and that is just another one of those moments that is just like speaking to the hope of this black family's future together and just like it it is so emotional and stunning and uh yeah just it you know the fi final words of the um song are our son will ride on the wheels of a dream and it is just mm. so so beautiful i get goosebumps just thinking about it in terms of songs that i love performing though um i mentioned that phantom is what got me into musical theater to begin with so all i ask of you has been such a 
humongous and beautiful part of my life for since I was 14. So that's over 13 years now that I've known that song. Um, and uh, we're also going to be singing that at that at the cabaret that we're doing. So that'll be something to look forward to. Um, and then finally, my other song that I love performing as well, which will also be performing in the cabaret, is uh, Lily's Eyes from The Secret Garden. Um, it is one of uh, just the most stunning musical theater male duets out there, I think. And that show is another one that just yeah. all of the songs from The Secret Garden are just Stunning musically. Absolutely. I was just totally blown away by like the fact that I I don't I guess I've seen like you know in um, Million Dollar Quartet you've got like three guys but I just two guys singing I haven't heard a lot of those that musicals yeah. Yeah. and you guys just sounded great <laughs> so you. it was just very it was very neat to see that two guys mm-hmm. kind of singing and there's well, a lot of musicals yeah. that have two guys singing about yeah. about you know different things but I'm trying not to give too many hints because I want yeah. to <laughs> to come see so yeah. Natalie. So uh, for me, kind of like Shane with John Mayer, uh, Sarah Bareilles is Mm. my inspiration in so many, so many ways. And so really, literally anything by her brings me such joy to sing Mm. and to Mm. listen to and to just like sing loudly in my car while I'm listening to it. I feel like you and I have talked about Once Upon Another Time, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That one does stand out, Once Upon Another Time. Or Once... Yeah, Yeah, I think that's right. Once Upon Another another Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they um, do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sarah Bareilles. And then I also think of uh, Wicked as another show that really um, affected my desire to do what I'm doing and how I fell in love with musical theater. And so in, anything from Wicked. And that's a, there are a couple dream roles in that show for me. I could play Glinda or Alphaba and I'd be a happy girl. What's your, what's your um, favorite Wicked song? Um. Oh gosh, you had to the pick. wizard and I. <sighs> ah, no good deed from that show. No good is deed is no. One I, of again, the... I just had to pick one because I couldn't pick too much. <laughs> or I would have been like, uh, too much pressure. Too much too pressure. Much pressure. Yeah. yeah, but the wizard and I is just one. That's one that I will just sing loudly in my shower and just relish in it. Like I, I just love that. My one. weirdly, weirdly, my favorite is "Thank Goodness." Really? Oh, uh, mine is, yeah. I've been changed for good. Yeah. I think oh, everybody's for got good. their it's own. Beautiful. Oh, well, for good. Yeah. That's for it. good is amazing. Good. Yeah. It's just a testament to how amazing the show is. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got their own Like I said, um, literally, I wrote down anything from Wicked, and I mean it. Um, but then I also really love singing, I was talking about this with you this morning, Sophia. Uh, Gershwin has recently become a favorite of mine. I didn't really know a lot of uh, George and Ira Gershwin's music, but have recently been able to sing more of their music, and I just relish in it. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Everything they write is so rich, not only melodically, but lyrically, and there's so much emotion behind it. Um, So Gershwin is is a favorite. And then uh, Think of Me from Mm. The Phantom, and uh, that that one really, I just love so much. And then I have to also say, uh, if anyone knows Anastasia, oh! um, the cartoon, but so also good. they turned it into a Broadway musical a couple years that. ago. Oh my gosh, yes. The music in that is phenomenal. And Journey to the Past, the moment where she like leaves the orphanage and she decides to go on yep. the journey. And I've been singing that song since I was probably seven years old. Mm-hmm. And I actually, that's my go-to for auditions. What a great song. So, 
that's um, such a good yeah that that's like my song yeah you need to hear natalie sing that song (laughs) well speaking of things that natalie sings listening to all you guys i got a few of my own because i'm a travel brat (laughs) um so i love burn from hamilton um and i love it when natalie sings it they did a december show and she just totally killed it i think she sings it better than anyone i've ever heard sing it Mm -hmm. so burn and then because of the two plays i listed um dream lover from the wondrous marvel Marlettes. They do Dream really good quartet. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Grey Balls of Fire. The guy that played Jerry Lee Lewis just uh, banged oh on that piano, yeah. put his feet all over the place. I mean, it was oh, crazy. Right. He was like, Grey Balls of Fire. Did you see that at Florida Rep? Um, I saw it in Chicago oh, twice, okay. two different theaters in Chicago with two different casts. Oh, and I couldn't even decide which one was my better. My friend Brady played Jerry Lee Lewis at the Florida Rep. No way. For- Shout out to Brady. Brady Weiss. Shout out to Brady Weiss. <laughs> and um, then I would say uh, from Rent, if we're doing more modern ones, Seasons of Love. Oh, right. That's just a classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, to give another hint to their show this weekend, um, it's a classic. Elton John sings it. It's in The Lion King. And these guys just kill it all three together as a trio. Can you feel the love tonight? Mm-hmm. So... Oh. Some of my favorites, guys. Lion King. Lion King That's was also such a, a must good in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, it Disney was amazing. Man. But on that note, now that we've done the Fab Five of musicals, plays, theaters, and different songs, we want to end the show with thanking our lovely guests and also giving them the time to shout out. They are currently here, as Sophia was saying, because they are in a musical. So yeah. we want to give you um, guys the chance to be able to go see them live, especially if you're local. Mm-hmm. So, um, Natalie, would you tell us a little bit about the play that you're in right now and what it's about? Sure. So it's concert. it's called a yeah. It's basically a concert. Um, it's a cabaret, or mm-hmm. some people call it a, a musical review. Uh, basically, just an opportunity for us to share a bunch of really awesome songs. We have a great set list and mm-hmm. an incredible piano player. So it's our three voices and the pianist. And it's a two-act show full of love songs. It's all love-themed because it's that time of year. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we'll be singing some Elton John. We'll be singing some Phantom of the Opera. A little bit of uh, Queen, a crazy little thing called love. So uh, Shane will be bringing out his guitar, and we'll be jamming. And we'll also be giving you all the emotions with some really sweet love songs and all of the above you'll you'll kind of get everything you need out of it and um it's at player circle theater which is in north fort myers at Mm -hmm. the shell factory yeah we have uh three shows this coming weekend friday saturday and sunday Mm -hmm. and you can go to playerscircletheater.com to get tickets and i don't have the number memorized but i'm sure we can put that in the bio friday's eight saturday's seven sunday's two Put the link in the bio, guys, and go take your lover, your group of friends, your parents, your grandparents, <laughs> and people that you hate. <laughs> bring them. Bring them. Bring them. And maybe once they leave the show, they'll have some love in this world. So, guys, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, we are going to basically just upload these links. We're going to share all the information about these three beautiful actors and singers. And you guys can follow them on the media. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much. We love Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.